website, either one, doesn't really matter. Just log in, you'll see your bonus bet sitting right there at the top. It's very simple, very easy. Use it on literally any sport you want, including maybe the NBA draft. If you want to take something Evan brought up there just a minute ago and dump that on one thing. I mean, the 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 one one of the bigger takeaways, and it's one of the things we talked about to him right off the bat, is we can sit here and bet on who's going to go number two overall and number three overall, right? Brandon Miller is still kind of looked at as the number two pick most likely, maybe Scoot, but then there's the Portland Trailblazers sitting at three, and now there's rumors of maybe other teams trading up to try and get the number two spot and get Scoot Henderson. And that's what's going to throw a wrench into all of this, and it's what makes it so difficult is that it may make sense in the current order we have and where a guy right. might go and where the fit is, but that doesn't mean that team's still going to be there. No, that's right, and here's the thing, too. Uh, I don't know what Charlotte's going to do. Uh, I don't. I, all the reporting says that they're interested in Brandon Miller because they need a wing. Mm-hmm. So it's very curious, and I like Evan, and I think he's very smart, and I think he's very plugged in. But for him to believe that Brandon Miller was going three and that Scoot was going two was very surprising to me. I could see it happening. Though. Oh, for sure, you know absolutely, what I mean? yeah, absolutely. Like, like a lot of smoke screen. Here's the thing that we can count on, though: Michael Jordan making bad decisions. Yeah, that's what we can count <laughs> yeah. on. This yeah. is very, very true. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they they drafted Frank Kaminsky at what, like, what was it, eight? Who's Jordan's best draft pick, like, come to think of it, actually? Like, what what, what good decisions? Kwame Brown, baby. In fact, like, let's just talk life decisions. I'm Team MJ for life. Like, you know, I'm the biggest Bulls fan. Yeah, he's the ninth ninth overall pick. Oh, God, he was. And that was Bradley Beal's year, or no, Devin Mm. Booker's year, excuse me. And they wanted to take Devin Booker. And Michael Jordan wanted to take Frank Kaminsky. Can you imagine if the Charlotte Hornets had Devin Booker right now? It's oh man. and a bunch of the people At in the what front point office. Does Michael Jordan just get told you can't make decisions anymore? Like He's the owner. I know. There's a certain point where it's just gotta be like you get fired if did, you start pushing back on him too. It's like you watch The Sopranos, right? Like Tony yep. made some questionable decisions. Yep. They couldn't just tell him. You're, well, they tried to actually, but you, you know, like it's Michael Jordan, but. Yeah, come to think of it, man, I don't think he's ever really made a good decision. They he gave were all that money to Terry Adam Rozier. Morrison. Yeah, Terry Rozier has at least been okay. Yeah, but like, he's been again. He, I would have paid draft, him that money, but he, he paid him because he cooked Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. in the playoffs. That is true. I mean, you know what I mean. That is true. So yeah, yeah. I I almost like forget Jordan's still in charge of anything. You know, it's funny. I actually kind of did for a minute, too. And then the minute Trista brought that up, I had these shivers down my spine. I remember when he was in Washington and the yeah. decisions he made. Yeah. You know? It was he, So here's another fun story. So they, they were offered four first-round draft picks uh, or four draft picks with firsts in there. I don't know what, what the actual like combo was. I thought it was four first rounds if they were to trade somebody else and the ninth. And so... Um, Obviously, Michael Jordan said, no, we're taking Frank Kaminsky. And then Frank Kaminsky uh, chose his jersey number, and it was 44. And now, and then the front office, one of the people in the front office has told me, like, every time I saw him running down that M effort court, I realized, I remembered how many draft picks we could have gotten for him and how bad he stunk. What was funny about Kaminsky, too, is he was a late bloomer. Like, those yeah. final two years at Wisconsin, like, he wasn't heavily recruited coming out of Chicago. Goes to, you know, and, and that was a great run for the Badgers. That was a really fun team, especially when they beat Kentucky. They go to the national title game, him, Sam Decker. But um, I just never saw it. Come on. And I'm, I'm not going there with Grady Dick, but I don't. I even texted them, one of the people from there, when they drafted him on draft night, like yeah. literally 30 seconds later, and it was Frank Kaminsky, question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, shrug emoji, 
And then you the, remember the exact details. It's yeah, pretty good. and the response was like straight face emoji back. <laughs> like, Frank the tank. It's like they, you could clearly tell they, uh, that's not me, dog. That's not me. So yeah, all that to say, Scoot Henderson is the most logical, mm-hmm. the most obvious, the most like it, it's like the it's the home run pick. Yeah, this is what it is. So of course, them taking Scoot is just out of the question. Yeah. Scoot at plus 160 to go number two, minus 175 to go third overall. And it's moving. It's been moving all over it the has. place. It, it has. It was 195. Just when I saw it on the graphic, it was two, minus 250 last night. It better be Brandon Miller. Yeah, better be Brandon Miller. It makes sense. It's what they need. Uh, you also there, Look, There's. I get that sometimes teams that are just really bad, the goal is let's just draft for talent and we'll figure the rest out later. Yeah. I get but all that. when there is a player that is talented that also fits the need, I know you don't yeah. like Brandon Miller, but he's worthy of a top three pick, especially yeah. if you're the Hornets. They're, they need somebody that does exactly what he does, that can shoot threes, that is a, a good wing defender, that can go there and create his own shot on the outside. I know he's slow, and I know there are things that he can certainly work on and strength and things like that. Some of those you can work on some of them just may it may never click but he makes sense to go in that spot which means scoot henderson there could be teams left and right if scoots on the board at three the portland trailblazers may have a ton of opportunities to trade out of that pick for a lot of teams that really want him and this is what we get this time of year too it's the workouts you start getting those workouts like nobody was talking about chris stapps porzingis until his first workout and then all of a sudden he was rising up everybody's draft boards that scoot scoot workout both of them actually the portland one Mm -hmm. and the charlotte one have both been incredible it's like Damian Lillard's workout, where Damian Lillard, I don't think he missed one shot in the Portland workout, and everybody was like, oh, this, this Damian guy. Lillard guy. This guy's legit. Yeah. And then there were other people who were saying, oh, they should take the kid from North Carolina, Kendall. What was his last name? Kendall. You know who I'm talking about. He was trash. Kendall Johns? Uh, no, Kendall, Kendall Marshall. Kendall Marshall, yeah. Oh, my god. People were saying that yeah. they should take Kendall Marshall over him. Yeah. Because he played at a big school, and Damian Lillard had never won anything because he played in the big sky for Weber State. Yeah. Remember when that was the thing, though? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do remember. Like, the whole big school versus the, the, the little big, school thing. Exactly, yeah. We definitely like Steph Curry. that at this point. Even yeah. Davidson. Yeah. And C.J. McCollum at Lehigh. All right, two quick things. So first off, I'll defend Michael Jordan. LaMelo Ball was a good pick. He made the right it pick was. there. Okay? Yeah. Right, that would be his Second off, pick. hypothetical trade. Um, let's say that my Pelicans, because that's the team I'm buying stock on in the future in the Western Conference. <laughs> what about your and Magic? Still, yeah, in, the East, the, Ma- in, the, in okay. the East, I'm right. still Magic. In the Just West, I'm Pelicans. Sure. And I'm Team Zion. We have the same interests. We like soda pop and you're, food. You're outraged. So let me ask you this, though. So Zion's not included. Brandon Ingram's not included. CJ's not going back to Portland. Let me throw out a hypothetical trade for number three. And let's say, like, you brought up Jose Alvarado. What about, like, him, Trey Murphy, some of those young bench pieces for Dame? And how many first-round picks? Do, what? I'm just trying to get Dame out of Portland. Yeah, <laughs> stop doing it. Because, like, it's... It's just, very frustrating. Because I want Dame to win... And it's I, extremely fr- this is extremely frustrating. It's kind of like to the me. Brad Beal situation. Like what could Except Washington? Except for it's not. But, but what I'm saying is like what could Washington realistically do to get him into the conference finals next year? Because there's not just like one player that they could acquire. There's not just like one guy that Portland could draft. Like Scoot's not going to move the needle and, and get them get them to the Western Conference Finals or Brandon Miller with just Dame. So I think you just move Dame. Like I'm a Bulls fan, right? I love Demar Derozan. I love I don't love Zach Levine, but he's a good player. 
Vooch is a decent player, but I don't want any of these guys because I just want to rip the Band-Aid off, rebuild, and then maybe get the next. But what you're doing is recognizing the ceiling and taking the emotion, emotion, yep. emotional connection out of a player that's there. And some well, organizations are willing to do it and some aren't. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we've seen this time and time again. Man, I remember when the Yankees gave Derek Jeter all that money late in his career and he couldn't hit a baseball anymore. Yeah. I mean, even, and may he rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. I mean, Kobe, right. the end of his career, minus the 60-point game, was he got paid for being Kobe Bryant, not for what he could still do on the court. Yeah, the, the lifetime achievement contracts. You I kind of like those, though. Like, if... If you're lucky enough to have a Kobe Bryant or a Derek Jeter, I have no issue with that. I know you're just kind of like prolonging the but rebuild. But Dame, Dame and... is the Kobe Bryant in Portland, though. Like, to them, he is. But he's never, and I hate to like, he's never won anything. No, I know. I get it. And that's the only thing. But, I like, I understand both sides. And we're seeing now, like, medium market teams, smaller market teams can win. It used to be, like, back in the day, that's it was why like, ah, you might as well just get to the playoffs. But now Milwaukee and... That's why I think Portland is enticing for Dame to stay. He's seen now Denver win it. He is who they eliminated. He eliminated Denver in the Western Conference semifinals in 2019 with a way more ass team than he had in the last couple of years. The West has gotten stronger. You have to figure out a way to maximize. the. Let's be real. Neil Olshay, former GM of the Portland Trailblazers, was trash. He overemphasized small guards, never thought about athletic wings, and didn't really care about the center position outside of LaMarcus Aldridge, who wanted to dip set and was just didn't have any dog in him. You need to surround Dame with defenders who can shoot. I know Would that sounds you, hard, but if, if Charlotte just came out, like let's say we just talked about how dumb Jordan is, is 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 like a GM running a team. If they come out and they're just like, okay, we're taking Brandon Miller, and you're the general manager of the Blazers, would you do Zion for the third pick? Because I wouldn't heartbeat. Zion has so much no. baggage. You wouldn't? No. Zion's never going to play a, you guys are really, a season. Are you guys really that out on Zion? So it has nothing to do when with... When has he ever played a full season outside of the Stan is. Van Gundy year? It's not what's going on on Twitter with him. It's what goes on on the court. He literally never stays healthy. He's never in shape. Yeah, but that ceiling, man, the last time he was I don't care healthy, about that, especially so when you're good. talking about big men in Portland with knee issues. Absolutely effing not. That, that ceiling is you trying to jump up it. and touch a 12-foot ceiling in a house. Of course you would, because you're, you're not a Portland Trailblazer fan. I would do, if the Bulls had the third overall pick, no, I, you I would want Zion over anybody in this draft other than, you know, Vic. Like, I, no. Probably even over Scoop. You're gonna get f- I would. I would. I, I still f- believe in Zion. Well... Well, you, you're, you, you believe in what he can do when he's out there. But yeah. he's never going to be healthy. Like, the only thing I don't like about his game is when he gets put in pick and rolls and, like, his defensive effort sometimes. Again, you know, he's you not can, a great defender. You can overlook that. But, man, is he a great athlete. And he's he's a point forward. He could run the offense. He has good court vision. His handles are decent enough. He's not a great shooter. He's explosive when he is out there. Yeah. I, in fact, I'm going to predict comeback player of the year is Zion, even though that's not even an award. <laughs> I think he's going to have a monster year, and I think that everything that's happening off the floor might help him out. I can't tell Especially you now. He's getting married. How he's got a family to support. Yeah, damn it. He might it. have a couple families I was to say, support. He may have like four families. There's more people yeah, coming I'm, out of the world. I would do it. I'm not out on Zion yet. I, I, I was out on him. I can't be. He's still like 24. I was out on him before the draft, even though I understood why the Pelicans took him and said you have to do it, and I get it. But exactly, his career is playing out exactly the way. He's 22 only. Yeah. So think care. about this. If he's already no. this injury prone at this age, how's he going to be when he's 30? I, I mean, you tell us about your hip and your 30s. Yeah, I mean, that so, sucks. But I can still go out there and get buckets. I didn't true. even know I had arthritis. You don't weigh 290 pounds, though. That's the Last, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. These wings continue. <laughs> Someone's quarterback rankings have uh, caused a stir. Look at that next. It's Bet MGM tonight.